I'm too broke to eat carbs. Too broke to eat carbohydrates. Okay, this episode is meant to be kind of funny, but also kind of serious and also kind of useful at the same time. Okay, so right now it's, well, late January of 2024. And for the last three to four days, I basically haven't eaten any like trace amounts of carbohydrates. Like I'm basically entering into a state of ketosis So they say for, I'm not sure how long, I'm not sure how I'm going to do it. Okay. Now to give you a little bit of a background on why this is all happening. When I say I'm too broke, well, I almost am broke as I record this, not like broke, broke, but here's what happened over the past four months. So if you listen to the podcast, you already know some of this, but left my job last September to try out for this TV show thing that I thought was going to work out, worked out for just over a month, then didn't work out, got sent back here, back home doing some translating and interpreting jobs, some personal training, both of which are part-time, both of which barely pay the bills, not making that much money, economy's tough, a lot of inflation, I'm almost broke, okay? Now, (laughs) why did I decide to kind of stop eating carbohydrates for now? No, I don't plan to do this forever. Of course, I'll eat carbohydrates, and I don't recommend that all of you, you know, I don't recommend people in general stop eating carbohydrates, but, but, here's the thing. So, a couple of different reasons. Medical disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, blah, 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 blah. End of medical disclaimer. Okay, so there are three main macronutrients. You have proteins, fats, and carbs. Proteins and fats are essential macronutrients. We basically, we need them at some point. If we don't get enough proteins and fats, we die. We just, we, we can't do it. Are they essential to our body? Carbs, carbohydrates are technically not essentials. Now, with that in mind, most people, I think most of us should be eating carbohydrates. <laughs> Um, you know, the quantity can vary a lot from person to person, but they're not technically essential. We can survive without them. All right. Now it's midwinter in Minnesota, which also means that there's, it's a decent time to kind of cut carbs for a couple of different reasons. Number one is because there's no fresh growing foods and carbohydrates. Like there's no fresh growing fruits. There's no fresh growing vegetables, anything like that locally around here. Some of my super nerdy biohacker friends will argue that we should go on basically a carb-free diet throughout the whole winter because our body should be, we should be eating as many local foods as possible and we should not be eating a lot of, well, artificial carbs or carbs that come from way outside the area that we live in throughout the winter when, quite frankly, it's, um, there's just nothing growing, if that makes sense. I also hear a lot that it's good to kind of take a break from carbs, carbs to go into an almost ketogenic state, or well, it is a ketogenic state, um, and to, well, it kind of creates a natural calorie deficit as well. Like essentially putting yourself in a state of, you know, brief ketosis every now and then in a calorie deficit is theoretically very good for our health for numerous different reasons. Um, now. I certainly don't recommend doing this all the time. I've had other episodes where I've talked about keto, calorie deficits, the whole nine yards, all that stuff. Um, and, and, you know, the eating styles, particularly in the winter here in Minnesota where I live, can vary quite a bit. But um, it's theoretically a better time to not eat that much, um, to not eat, especially not eat really late in the day when it's already dark outside. This is a whole big complicated topic, and it's funny because most people actually do the opposite. A lot of people eat way more in winter and just get kind of fat because there's nothing to do. And then in the summer, they go out and lose all the weight and blah, 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 blah. Um, But a lot of my more nerdy health biohacker friends will tell me that we should actually do the opposite. Now, 
Um, my life has been so over, all over the place over the last three or four months but that I haven't even really cared to think about this. But a few days ago, I just decided, I guess it was four days ago now, I'm like, all right, let's do a carb detox. Let's go, because I was feeling kind of like crap one day last week, got home from the gym, and I'm like, okay, I'm... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hungry, so I'm going to eat a bunch of food. So I ate a bunch of food at like 8 p.m., went to bed like an hour and a half later, felt like crap because I'm getting older and I just, you know, as I'm in my 30s now, I just in general don't eat close to bedtime. It just doesn't really work well for me. As a general rule, I try not to eat when it's dark outside. It becomes almost impossible in the winter. Anyway, ate a whole bunch of food late at night, felt like crap, woke up in the middle of the night with indigestion, and then I told myself, all right, let's cut the BS in the sense of stop eating a bunch of food late at night. Let's cut off our eating four or five hours before we go to bed for a little while. We're going to cut things down. Let's also cut the carbs out momentarily. Just kind of give the body a detox. Okay. Now, interestingly enough, not that this next part really matters that much, but I just did an in-body scan for the first time in my life where it actually tells me a very accurate measure of body composition. So I'm 12.1% body fat. Now, 12.1% body fat for a male is very healthy. It's uh, like, you know, healthy body fat range is like 8 to 19% for males in general, um, which means, um, you know, I still look, I look and feel pretty lean right now, which means I can healthily drop a little bit without having any big health issues. Like if I was only already 7 or 8% body fat, like if I was super, super jacked right now, I would probably say, okay, it's not a good idea to be losing any body fat right now just because I'm already super lean. But I can afford to lose a little body fat, get down to 10, maybe 9, even 8% if I continue this for a couple weeks to a month. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I've got a little bit that I could lose. i got a little bit of fat that I could lose. It's not going to hurt me. Where I'm at is a super healthy spot, but I can afford to lose a little bit of fat. Now, here's the interesting thing. As you listen to this, you might say to yourself, so wait a minute. Like, you're going to, okay, you're going to eat, uh, what are you going to eat? You're going to eat proteins and fats. And this is the way that you're going to burn body fat. And the answer is yes, absolutely. If you cut out your carbs, like carbs, long story short, should be, well, the way I described it in a stupid Instagram thing I posted this morning is when in doubt, carbs are out. When in doubt, carbs are out, meaning if you are looking to change the way you're eating in order to improve your body composition, to get leaner, blah, 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 blah. The first thing that should go is probably carbs, in my opinion. We could debate whether or not you should reduce your carbs or your fats. But like I said, fats are essential. You definitely do not want to eliminate protein um, for the most part. Because most of us are under-consuming protein anyway. And when we're trying to burn fat, we need to continue exercising and continue eating protein to preserve the muscle. That way we don't lose muscle. When we lose weight, we could either be losing muscle or fat. And we want it to be lost from fat, not muscle, Okay. So you obviously keep your protein up, and I would argue that for most people, it depends on your circumstances and on your body and all that stuff. It's probably better to cut from the carbs than it is to cut the amount of fat in your diet. Um, and another big part of it is just because with carbs, let's be honest, if you cut carbs, you're cutting the bullshit, okay? And this is what I've called my diet over the last three or four days, just a cut the bullshit diet, cut everything out because... Let's be honest, where is the crap? Where is the junk food? It's all in the form of its carbs in some certain way, right? It's, you know, the cereal that you eat that is basically candy. It's the candy itself. There's a bunch of sugar and carbs, the chocolates, the, you know, the, the popcorn, the chips, all this stuff, the, the whatever it is that you buy when you go to the gas station, your little donuts, man. It's all carbs. Heck, you're stupid. Careful when you go to Starbucks, all right? Because you're stupid frappa chapa latte or whatever it's called. 
also has probably like 100 grams of carbs and sugar in there, okay? So the junk is carbs. When you cut carbs, you're cutting the junk. And believe me, if you ever actually try to do this, if you try to cut enough carbs to get into a state of ketosis, which I'm not totally recommending for that many people that often, but there is some value in it. If you really try to make an effort to be eating a keto diet and get yourself into a state of ketosis where you're burning ketones for fuel, you're technically, you probably need to be eating no more than 50 grams of carbs per day for at least like three to four days straight, which is what I've done now. And I've definitely done it because I've been keeping track. Um, it's very challenging to do. Okay. Cause it's, in a modern world, like I said, just every, everything has carbs. It's very challenging to do. Now, if you pull it off, unless you have some of those bad symptoms people talk about, like sometimes people talk about like a keto flu. I've never experienced that. Um, you'll probably feel more sharp because uh, you won't feel like sluggish from the carbs. You probably feel more maybe sharp physically and mentally. You will likely be losing body fat, which I'm pretty sure is what I'm doing as we speak. Um, and... You know, the disadvantage is that you won't have a lot of energy to do a lot of like endurance type things, whatever that may be. Um, that's how most people will probably respond to it. Some people just respond great in all ways. Now, not like I said, I'm not recommending like a keto diet for people forever. You know, I'm not even saying that everyone should necessarily try it at some point, but I'm explaining why I'm doing this. Okay. Um, and it's just kind of funny because I'm like, you know what? Let's kind of cut the bullshit for a while. That way I feel a lot better. And it's also a great time to do it because I'm almost broke anyway. So let's just cut like, I'm essentially kind of like cutting down my calories by probably like a thousand calories each day. Because I, if, if, okay, like if you ask me right now, I don't know for sure because I haven't tracked in a while, but I was kind of thinking about this the other day, ballparking numbers. Like I've been eating a lot of meat, eggs, and cheese, meat, eggs, and cheese, and little trace elements of some other stuff. Like today, uh, you know, I had like a chicken salad with a couple other little mini ingredients. And then I'm going to throw an avocado in for dinner, but like it's meat, eggs and cheese. Okay. And it's, so, you know, the meats are chicken, beef, occasional fish, whatever, but like, and then eggs and cheese and it's whole eggs. So it's a ton of saturated fat. All right. Um, from all sources, which is another whole debatable topic. We can debate that a different day. I've talked about it in different episodes, but it's a ton of meat, eggs and cheese. And I was thinking, I'm like, okay, so what's the macro breakdown on this? I'm probably doing about 220 grams of protein a day, around 200 grams of fat, which leads to a total of like 2,700-ish calories, something around there, which is a deficit for me. So for most of you, 2,700, especially females, 2,700 would still probably be too much. You don't need to eat as much as I'm eating. Um, for most males, eh, 2,700 might be about what you eat, especially if you exercise. But for me, I typically need around like 3,500 or even up to 4,000 to maintain my body weight, which means I'm in a deficit right now of probably like 1,000. And it makes sense because if you think about it, I normally eat probably 250 grams of carbohydrates per day, you know, give or take. It might be 200 some days, it might be 400 other days, whatever. But like around 250 is fairly accurate, which adds up to 1,000 calories. So I've just kind of cut that out of my diet, just period. I've kind of kept proteins and fats about the same, uh, oddly enough maybe a little more fat than usual now. Um, but anyway, it's kind of just like I've cut carbs and left the rest of the diet the same and I'm in a deficit. I know I'm in a deficit. I'm also doing some slightly longer intermittent fasting periods, um, but you know, 18 hours or so on average, having like a six hour eating window each day, which we can debate how big of a deal that is, but you know, supposedly carries some health benefits. I don't intermittent fast that often anymore, but I kind of am doing it on this right now. So essentially it's looking like most of these days are like two really heavy, thick, proteiny, fatty meals, you know, maybe one at like 10 a.m. and one at 4 p.m., depending on my schedule, okay? Um, 
that eat both have, you know, 100, 120 grams of protein. It's a lot, but my stomach works well on that. You have to figure out what works well for you. Anyway, all this to say is I'm, you know, I, I'm in what I believe is a calorie deficit, which would probably lose to about a pound or two of fat loss, maybe even three pounds per week. And I'll run this for a few weeks and see how I'm feeling. Maybe step on that in-body scan again. But the point of the episode is we're just too broke to afford carbs right now, all right? So if you think about it, what do you do? What do you do when you're almost broke? Well, you just eat a little bit less because you don't have that much money to spend on food. And which food would you rather take out of your diet? Well, if you got to take one of the things out, get rid of the carbs. Cut the BS. I know it sounds funny. You're probably thinking, oh, Sean, this sounds so sad. You can't afford to eat carbohydrates. Well, number one, I'm over-dramatizing it. And keep in mind, I like to live this way, guys. There's a lot of benefit in depriving yourselves of certain things and in just having it like I'm a minimalist at heart, okay? So what, what you need are the basic things. I'm someone who really likes it when you just cut out all the bullshit and it's like these are the very basic things that I do, the very basic things that I, that I eat and there's no fluff, no BS, nothing else involved, okay? So like for me, having a mentality like this is like I only eat these foods, meats, eggs, cheese, and you know, maybe a little bit of extra whatever comes with it or something like that. But like cut out the BS and I love it. I absolutely love it. This is the way I like to operate in life. It's minimalist mindset, minimalist materialistically, and minimalist in terms of what I need and what I include in my life. Does that make sense? So I love it, even though I'm almost broke and I'm not eating carbs right now, but I'll start again. I'm sure I will in the future fairly soon. All right. Anyway, we'll talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.